3: Hello
2: and welcome to an all new episode of The Spotlight. This is a special episode. This is episode number 267 and I have a special guest co-host tonight. I have uh, L.A. Wade from The Elephant Room, see, and uh, I'm so lucky to have her here with us. So uh, for those who may not know who you are, just give a little background into who you are, L.A.
0: Okay, well, there's not too much background into who I am. First of all, I want to mention that Kinte, you look very handsome with your haircut. Uh, I'm feeling it, looks great. Uh, welcome, Alex and Gisella. it's nice to meet you virtually. Um, but a little bit about myself. I work for the, the University of Toronto here in Canada as a registrar and sessional lecturer. And I work specifically with students who have been disadvantaged in some way, and they're looking for a way back into the university post-secondary system. So they go through our program for eight months, and I'm pretty much their everything, their financial advisor, their counselor, their academic advisor. Um, I do recruitment for the program. I'm the spokesperson for the program. Uh, So anything and everything to do with the transitional year program, AKA TYP falls within me. Um, I also host a podcast called The Elephant Room with my co-host Boogie, although he's called Boogie most of the time. He's also called Mike Truth, and I just call him Mikey sometimes. And we created The Elephant Room because there are many elephants within our community that are obvious, but people avoid talking about. So what we've done is we've called it The Elephant Room so that we give space to have conversations about unspoken and taboo things um in in the hopes of healing the community um from avoiding those kind of conversations. So that's a little bit about me.
2: All right. And and Thank one you. one of the reasons why I wanted uh LA to be here was I wanted to really make this a community thing that uh you know she has her own program here as well and I wanted to get her thoughts as well when we have this opportunity to sit down and talk with uh with uh Alex and Gisella. So um I, I want to start off by um thanking everybody who's come out and throughout the show we're gonna we're going to give everybody shots shout outs and if you have questions we're gonna relay them too as well. But I wanna do an early shout out first. Uh we have Gabe in the chat room Big Bad Brad is in the chat room. I I swear every time I stumble when I say that. Uh, Of (laughs) course, Lokesh, who uh, uh, works for Get Vocal as well. Uh, We have Hello. Um, We have Dre. Uh, We have C. Will, Bobby, uh, Captain Olaf Barbosa, who's one of my co-hosts on the Spotlight, as well as other programs as well. And we have Luke. So uh, if I missed anybody, I think and Tony. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed Tony and Boogie. Uh, oh, my bad. And Angie as well. So I guess I didn't scroll down enough, but, uh, everybody <laughs> is here and thank you so much. So, um, so I think, the, uh, let's start off by introducing our two guests for tonight. Um, we're going to start off ladies first. We have Gisella. How are you doing, Gisella?
3: Hi, how are you?
2: <laughs> I'm doing great. Great. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to, to get a chance to talk to you you were the first person from get vocal that I had, uh, any contact with it was through email. So, and you were very nice and kind and you helped me with uh, the issues that I had. So thank you so much, Gisela.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm happy to have you on the platform. I mean, you've been awesome. So th- thank you.
2: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and also we have on the show, Alex. Now, Alex, I'm not going to do you a disservice by messing up your last name. So can you (laughs) pronounce it for us so that we will say it properly?
1: So the German way of pronouncing it would be Riesenkampf. Okay. And if you were going to Americanize it, it would be Riesenkampf or Riesenkampf or Get Creative. Get Creative.
2: So Riesenkampf. Yeah. Okay. That's not too bad. Okay, we can do that. What what were some of the nicknames they used to give you uh,
3: growing up? I know some of his nicknames.
1: (laughs) Gisela, don't go there. Um, So, 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 (coughs) so, Wiesenkampf literally translated means giant battle. So you can imagine that there were quite a lot of creative and less creative nicknames that I got growing up based (laughs) on my last name. <laughs> Hilarious! Now
2: you're, I'm you're
0: German then right German.
1: Yeah, my mom's American and my dad is German, but was born in the Baltics, so in um, Latvia actually. All
0: right. Okay, do you speak German?
1: Yes, I grew up in Germany even. So
0: okay, so the only German that I know is um, "Verschlagen Soziologie," <laughs> which what? apparently is supposed to be, and I'm probably killing the language, but it's supposed to be something about the sociological world view?
1: Um verstehen Sociologie. Yeah. Sociology. That's um definitely it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may need to you might need to work on your accent just a tad yeah. in LA.
0: Um, okay. I'm trying to get my African accent back, so <laughs> I'll work on Germany after. <laughs> good, good.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So uh, at what point did you come out to the States? How old were you?
1: Actually, I moved to the States to start Get Vocal. Really? So I have a huge so my mom is um, from an Irish Catholic family on the East Coast, 11 siblings. Um, so we spent a lot of times in the summers visiting my family there. Um, There's still a bunch of family on the East Coast. So I did spend a lot of time growing up um, in the States, but I just moved to the States to Colorado Um, forget vocal, actually, one and a half years ago.
3: and Before that,
1: I was living in Europe, mostly in Germany, sometime in the UK, London.
2: And and, uh, Alex is a big hip hop fan. Uh, We were talking and he likes the good stuff, too. (laughs) So we had a nice conversation about hip hop. And I was pretty impressed, uh, Alex.
1: So, so my definition is that all hip hop is good, and the bad stuff is not hip hop. But everyone has their own definition. I can agree with that.
3: Do you have a top five?
1: Do I have a top five? Well, I have a um, top three. Let's do the top three. Okay. Okay. So, my top one is Black Star. Um, Okay. Um, and then. Actually, that's my top one. What are my top two and top three? Yeah, yeah. I like the I like all of the old school stuff. So of course, I like um, Wu Tang Clan and some of the guys more. I like the uh, the West Coast, the old school West Coast guys like um, Guru or um, Gang Starr. Um, I used to hate Eminem. I must say that I have a lot of respect for Eminem, as I. Yeah as I uh, matured, <laughs> um, obviously, you know, the old the old um, NWA stuff, all the stuff around uh, Dre and all of those guys, even though it's pretty um, commercial, is, is good. I would say everything between 95 and 2005, that was like the sweet decade of hip hop. And mm. um, I mean, there's some good stuff uh, before that, of course. Run DMC never really, like, for me, that is like, I couldn't get into that as much. I see Luke is mentioning that Um, and and what came afterwards. I can't really get into that that much. That's the first time I noticed that I got old. I went to a club in in London and they were playing trap music when when trap music just kind of came out and everyone was getting into it like wild. And it was, you know, it was a very mixed crowd, like big city, mixed crowd, all kinds of ethnicities, people from all over the place. And every, the only thing was they were all the same age and they were going nuts to it. And I kind of tried to get into it a little bit, but (laughs) it was hard. So that was the first time I realized I'm getting old.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've had many of those nights where I've totally feel old as heck. Um, Gisela, where are you from originally?
3: uh new york well uh born in Chile, brought to San francisco, raised in New york, moved to Colorado about thirteen years ago um so you know I lived in New York City for most of my life uh I would say 20 plus year, I won't give you too many exact numbers, so you can't do the math to figure out <laughs> how old I am, because I'm vain, but yes, uh, uh, most of my life, so I'm basically a New Yorker transplanted in Colorado, which is kind of a hippie town, in Boulder specifically, it's kind of a hippie location, but I, but I you know, I've adjusted well, I think, Alex can probably weigh in on that, because we still have certain issues to resolve, but yes, it's a great place to live, right. have you guys
0: ever been here? <laughs> yeah, I've been through Boulder. Yeah, yeah, I used to live in Marin County in San Francisco, and we I drove across the country, went to different parts of the U.S., but so Boulder was one of the places we stopped in when we were driving back to Canada. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't get stuck
3: here like a lot of people?
2: <laughs> no, I've only I, yeah I've only been through uh, Colorado.
3: Yeah,
0: I just camped on a mountain somewhere.
3: It's pretty nice here, but yeah, and Marin County is probably
0: similar
2: vibe, but oh. yeah. Yeah, actually that's true. So before we get into the specifics of Get Vocal, and I know you guys just had a town hall meeting where you laid out some future plans for it and you listened to some of your users and uh, some suggestions. Um, I wanna get an idea of um, of the, the creation of Get Vocal. how did you get come up with the idea Um, you know, and how did that all get started?
1: So the idea came up about five years ago and I was reading an article in some German newspaper about the whole Palestine Israel conflict, which is probably one of the oldest conflicts we have as humans. Mm -hmm. And even though it's so small regionally, it affects the entire world. So i was reading this article and it was a well-researched article and this topic has been one that i've always been interested in did talks in school and all that so after reading the article i'm like okay i like the perspective of the journalist interesting let's see what the users have to say so i went to the commentary section and with low expectations they still got underwhelmed and then i just said, Okay, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole, go to Twitter, go to Reddit, go to Facebook, and try to see, try to extract some quality opinion and commentary on the internet. And it took hours and hours and hours. And 95% of what I got was just absolute crap. And it struck me, how is it that we're connected with one click or one tap with everyone who has an internet enabled device in the world. Yet, when it comes to talking about topics and it doesn't have to be something as contentious as that, right? it could just be whatever your favorite sports team or whatever is being discussed online. How come the interactions are so terrible? And realize that it has a lot to do with a lack of accountability that is baked into the format that is mostly asynchronous text. And so that's where the idea of get vocal originally came from. If we were if we got face to face, if it was live, we were able to communicate and connect more as humans, and have more of that human dimension in our conversation, in our our interactions. Would it be better? And my my belief is, and I think this is also something that we've seen in, in our journey that has been in our journey so far is most people have the capacity to be awesome, right? And people that are truly, um, you know, nasty and want to be trolls are the minority. And so it's all about the format that brings out the worst or the best people. So that's where the original idea came came from, but that's obviously a very high level idea. And then the next steps were, how are we going to make a, you know, how are we going to bake this into a platform? Obviously, um, we did a lot of research on what is out there when it comes to live video. And yeah, that's essentially where it all started.
0: Um, I have a question about maybe not a question, but a statement you mentioned about accountability. Um, and I often hear that people kind of just say whatever behind their avatars or behind the safety of the, of their whatever, you know, their images that they want to project. And this space provides, obviously we're here in the room, we're having a conversation. We can see one another. And so there's a certain level of accountability that is built into your system. Um, why only four squares and, um, is it because of that aspect of accountability, but also knowing how the beast works? So allowing space for people who do, who do wanna stay hidden while also pre, um, providing a space for those who don't mind being seen for their opinions.
1: So there's a, a couple of questions to unpack there. The one is um, why only four squares or let's call it four seats. Um, the other one is why allow folks to interact still via text. So the initial, iteration of get vocal did not have a chat because i was very dogmatic saying if if that's if if the bad interactions that happen on twitter and that that are fueled by this this anonymity and this disconnect between the people that are um interacting why bring that over to get vocal well our users want to chat and um, chat in a moderated way in a in a way that makes that, that is more accountable actually works and so on get vocal the host kinte in this case and soon also co-hosts that would be equipped with moderation privileges could remove someone who's a bad actor in chat so that's the one side the other side is why four so that's more a psychology thing in terms of what is the optimal conversation. One person, two people, three people are still able to have a conversation that's manageable and four is kind of the ideal number of of individuals in the conversation when you're looking at interactivity of the conversation and at the same time, manageability of -hmm. the conversation. So as soon as you go over four, you it becomes unmanageable either everyone's talking over each other or you or or people become passive and all that kind of thing so that's why we kind of said let's have four at any given point in time obviously you have the whole chat thing that's going on um in parallel but you have the opportunity for a host to have more than four or three others in the conversation by rotating folks in and out
2: right Um uh Gisela how, how do you fit into this uh to d- get vocal exactly cuz we all know you and Lukesh and and other people and Alex um but how do how what are like what would what is your position at Get Vocal
3: Sure so um Alex brought me in let's see when was it June and um I'm in charge of marketing so getting the word out you know doing social paid uh, conferences, uh, interacting with influencers, uh, you know, figuring out how to grow the platform. That's my role. It's a pretty daunting task. I'll just tell you that. Um, I'm not sure that I'm doing the best job at it, but, um, yeah, that's, that's my role. Um,
1: sorry, I, I need to jump in there. Gisella is a very humble person and <laughs> what your description of what your role is, um, isn't fair to what it actually is. So Gisella is um, a co-founder of Get Vocal. She came on board a little bit after it initially started, but I think that's fair. It's fair to call her that. And essentially, um, your role is much more than that. <laughs> we're, we're very much at the beginning, right? I think everyone understands that, and so um, we all, Gisella, Lokesh some of the other um, developers and myself, collaborate in building this. And the collaboration isn't only internal, it's also external, including everyone who uses the platform, or who could maybe use it in the future in terms of getting their opinions, getting their feedback, making developments based on that. And so we all share that responsibility. And then Gisela, in addition to that, has the the CMO title.
2: Hmm. Yes. Okay. But,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. but like Alex said, we're we a pretty tight team. We work really closely together. We're working really closely with our, you know, with you guys, the initial users, because, I mean, right now we're just taking, like, really you you guys, you know, it's like how do you put an ear to the ground, listening for, oh, this is what we need to do, and, you know, we're making those changes as quickly as we can, so it's, it's kind of an exciting time. I'm I love working with startups, I love working on these kind of projects and just, you know, making an impact immediately if I can. Um, so that's what really attracts me to this project, as well as, of course, Alex's vision and the idea of maybe a better social internet, you know, that we can have face-to-face conversations and we're not being talked to, but we're actually talking amongst ourselves and exploring topics and things that we're passionate about. So. There's a lot There's a lot that attracts me to what we're doing, and it's also very challenging, of course.
2: Is your background, Alex, uh, web development?
1: No, I wish. I'm an illiterate of the 21st century. I'm a business <laughs> guy and have no chops in uh, coding whatsoever. However, I've been an entrepreneur for the last six years, I think. And if you don't want to die as an entrepreneur you need to get into the technical into the technicalities of the projects at least enough to understand what uh, the developers are are telling you
0: mm.
2: Mm. Oh, okay um go ahead uh I, go
0: ahead. I have a question if you don't mind um so oh wait somebody in the chat room had a question
1: yeah, so so someone asked what's the back end uh, written in actually the back and the front end um is JavaScript and we do have VCs. And then obviously the native apps are in um in well not anymore Objective C but Swift uh for, for for iOS and um Java for Android.
0: Which means nothing to a user like me, but I'm really happy. Sorry, no, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <pretty angry. laughs> like I'll just nod every now and then to not feel stupid, but I really don't know what you're talking about, and it doesn't matter to me either because it's not necessary for me to know that in order to be a part of this platform, which I think is a really great um, opportunity for someone like me to get involved in technology without having to know all of the ins and outs. So for example, I have a, a, a ask in the, the scrolling of the messages. Often when I'm trying to do my show, when as people type in, I lose what happens on the top and then I'm trying to scroll, but as soon as somebody types again, it goes back to the bottom. And so I can never keep up with the amount of questions or things that people are saying And I get all frustrated because I'm not a journalist, I'm not a a television host. This is hard enough to even just come on and and just have these conversations where people can see you, especially on my show where we're talking about some really hard and intimate things. Um, So yeah, that would be my one ask, if that's something that can be done with all of the JavaScripting and all of you just listed.
1: (laughs) Can be. Is it possible? Can be. Thank you for the feedback and yeah. i think i just myself had the same experience where i'm like ah oh, i wish it, <laughs> i wish it wouldn't always jump back to the latest message the reason why we don't uh, why we limit how far you can scroll is a little bit of an ideological one we could also change that but it's to keep everyone focused on the moment and what's going on versus scrolling all the way back in history that's a little bit why we oh do that
0: God. No way! It does not keep you present to the conversation. <laughs> I'm completely distracted by what happens on the side conversations. I'm trying to listen to you, and then somebody might talk about a body part or some food that they were eating. And I'm just like, what? What? What does that have to do with what we're talking so about? So you can
1: you can minimize the chat. You see the X next to the chat, hit that, and then the chat goes away. Yeah. So if that helps you... Want, you. you
0: want to engage no because you want to engage the people along the side but um you want to try and guide them back to the conversation and so when somebody makes a really great point and then somebody else talks about the pizza that they're eating it's hard to you know construct that back to the important point if i have to keep because then everybody else is like a cat with a light they start following the pizza conversation (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) we lose (laughs) But you know it's it's okay because I think that um, I think that it, it this is a really great <laughs> platform. I think that you've done really really well. I don't know if the twenty four hour launch of of all of our podcasts was the beginning of Get Vocal or not. Um, but I no, it wasn't. But whatever that was, was that you, Gisella? Because that was brilliant.
3: That was Kinty. Kinty takes all the credit.
0: Okay, so and after you're talking about the 24
3: hour like marathon, I, I was like, what is he doing? Is he doing a mar- like? Is this a fundraiser? I did. I had no idea what he yeah, like it was
0: doing. It was brilliant, 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 container, brilliant, because that really allowed people to begin to brand themselves. Um, I love the idea of facilitating conversations that um, people clearly want to have, um, and the accountability aspect of that built into this platform is fantastic. And so any way that I can support and promote it, which I try to do with everything that I do on Get Vocal, um, Kinte's, uh, the entry point of that was a really great way to engage and get everybody to create this community that I heard existed somewhere else before. And now here they all are together again. So thank you for providing this platform.
2: And yeah, that was uh, uh, myself, Shannon as well as well as um, uh, Alex uh, Durante uh, helped us out a lot. And of course, you know, get vocal as well as everybody that participated. Um, okay, I'm gonna use the B word one time on the show. Um, just-
0: Not towards Gisella.
2: No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Not that B word that you're thinking. Um, but I think it's necessary to understand where you guys are going with this. And uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Pat. Um, the B word is blab. And um, for those, a lot of people in this chat room used to use blab and it's a very similar, it was a very similar uh, platform. And I was w- wondering when you started get vocal, were you aware of blab and how much do you know about its history? And, um and, and was there anything that you learned uh, from, you know, its success and you know, failures as well.
1: So initially when we started get vocal we were not aware of blab we became aware of blab and our format initially was like when we were starting to build it and lokesh was actually part of that from the very beginning the format was very more different to blab than it is today and then we realized that it is a little bit of a leap for users to get onto live video, which you also see because of the places where live video is the most mainstream right now are adult content and gaming, which are always the pioneer experiences, user experiences um, on the internet. So we became aware of Blab and um started reaching out to some of the Blab users that we could find. And then essentially made the strategic decision to say, okay, we are going to continue where Blab left off. So that, that switch was done in, I would say, late September of last year. And in the meanwhile, we had the opportunity to talk extensively with our users, a lot of which were former Blab users, as you said, um, actually, at this point, even most about what their experience was when it came to Blab, what were the features that they liked, what was it that they didn't like, what were the dynamics, all this kind of stuff. So we feel that we have a pretty good understanding of what made it great, and we think that we have substantiated hypotheses on why it may have failed. Now I also had the opportunity to have a brief interaction with the CEO of Blab. Really, and it seems to me that they were driven by 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 something else than what motivates us. Um, I think they were interested, and they were also located in Silicon Valley, so maybe the pressure on a startup founder in Silicon Valley is also a different one than if you're in a hippie town like Boulder. But I, I don't think that they had the endurance, and I don't think that they were motivated by the vision that we have. Like, our problem is more, our vision is too lofty and we need to work more on creating a sustainable business model around that. I think they were more, we have a super high ambition for something to reach certain goals that we have set for ourselves and if it did not reach that in that, um, in that set time frame, then they just decided to move on to something else. Um, I also think that live video as an experience is becoming more mainstream now. And I think actually that the the whole gaming content is really helping um, create more awareness for it. Also, obviously Facebook Live and YouTube Live and all these kind of things, Periscope, have sort of paved the way. And our hypothesis now is that there is now is the moment where live video in a talk format could really take off. And so right now, you know, we're, we're not as well funded as Blab was by any means. We're building step for step, making the platform better. And now, since a couple of weeks, we feel like the platform is in a place where we can increase some of the um outreach efforts that have mostly been organic so far apart from Gisela being a one one person show growing the platform um and then of course we also have um the co- budget constraints and all these kind of things but it seems like that is also working out in a way where we will be able to do this um for for as long as we have to, before we could um, turn profitable, and then you know the company kind of carries itself. We don't want to make any promises on that last part because you never know how things go. But um, we're very hopeful and positive, together with the community, to create that vision that initially started Get Vocal.
2: Right. Um, there were two other platforms that I don't, uh, I don't know how much you were aware of Huzzah and uh, I think it was called fire chat. Uh, are you aware of those as well?
1: Aware of them, but not fire Fire talk. talk. Yeah. Yeah. Not super. We never used it ourselves. Oh, okay.
2: All right. Uh, Um, go ahead. Sorry. One
0: of the asking or viewers, I should say, I was asking, uh, will you charge the people that come into the room? Is that a funding option that you're considering? Will you charge users?
1: It's a possibility, but it's something that we really don't want to do. Um, what we, the, the vision today, so I initially talked about the genesis of Get Vocal. What is the vision today? The vision is that get vocals the place where content creators like yourself, L.A. and Kinte and a bunch of others who are in the room right now can create the most interactive and meaningful content for their particular audiences and for the audiences to be entertained whilst experiencing meaningful content and better connection and interaction with other members of the audience. That's what our vision is. And there are ways of monetizing that. So for example, what we already do today is Patreon creators can create Patreon exclusive events. So that kind of supports the whole Patreon monetization model for creators. And then in the future, the idea is to have creators get sponsored by certain brands, advertisers that match the content that is being created. And we just came back from a podcasting conference in Orlando. And maybe Gisela, you can speak a little bit about the huge opportunity that we see in helping also podcasting content monetize better.
3: Um, Yeah, sure. So You know, my background um, is in ad tech and um, I think that there's an opportunity to bring the type of content that, you know, a lot of podcasters are creating, but they're not really monetizing that successfully uh, via, you know, the Apple store or whatever um, to the internet, you know, giving them maybe the ability to create the content. Um, You know, one of the ideas we've discussed is allowing them to maybe record their podcast or some version of their, like their live podcast on get vocal and um also maybe leverage sponsorship, uh you know, uh, some sort of in you know, in in content type storytelling where we're maybe, you know, offering um advertisers a way to bring in sponsorship opportunities and so they can monetize that as well as also track that traffic. Um to wherever you know to landing pages and so forth and really kind of show some show that this sort of content actually is quite valuable which i think you know for podcasters it, the, the, a lot of studies have shown that it is you know that these that podcast listeners and the people who engage with this type of content are very engaged and they actually hear the message they hear the advertising message but i think if you bring that same sort of thinking to live video to the type of content that you folks are creating and bring the advertisers here and then bring kind of you know the the ability to track i mean this is one of our ideas it's not necessarily where we're going but it's you know allow pixel tracking and you know be able to follow users around the internet not that i advocate for such things but i'm just saying that that's where the money is um you know and and really allow people to kind of you know be compensated for the value they're creating with their content. Um, So that's sort of, you know, one of the ideas we were kind of discussing, but of course that really is contingent on having a large enough user base and making it attractive to advertisers. But that is a place we could potentially end up. And not for all of our creators, of course, but maybe for, you know, certain tier value they're creating.
0: Are there ways in which the users, like the people that host shows are able to do something to help get vocal because I think that there's a general consensus that this is an amazing platform that we all feel like we're creating a sense of family here. Um, How can we help fundraise? How can we help promote? Um, Can we do news stories on what we're all doing individually if there's content that is specific to helping not only motivate our own shows but also motivate the, the, uh, the platform in general?
3: Yes. I mean, I think that, well, you guys are doing an awesome job just, you know, putting it out into your social streams and promoting the content you are creating on the platform. Um, you know, you know, folks like Dr. Vive have been a amazing, just introducing me to people, bringing on users. I know you guys have a really tight network and we really appreciate everything you're doing in that capacity to bring in your other um, the people who the other creators that, you know, I think that's, that's amazing. Um I would just say, you know, keep doing more of that. Of course, you know, any, you know, I think we have a really open dialogue with everyone. We're really, you know, Alex at Get Vocal, Giselle at Get Vocal, email us suggestions. Um, you know, we're, we're 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 pretty open to all ideas and we're a small team, so, you know, we can't necessarily act on them all immediately, but we do the best we can. Um, Alex, I don't know if you want to add anything to that.
1: I think you mentioned the the most important parts. We, we we also, our development of the dialogue with the community is is a development, has been a development, and we think we're still getting better at it than we initially were. So just a couple of weeks ago, we got some feedback on supporting some of the creators more in the marketing efforts so that whatever you guys do is leveraged by our own marketing initiatives and therefore the effect is multiplied and there there have been things that we have been testing shout out to joseph who's in the in the room as well who told his inspiring story and we actually through some marketing and outreach efforts got people on the platform that had never been on the platform ever before and immediately camped up to share in the discussion that was happening um And we just um, did a couple of promotions for uh, Dr. Vibe. We are open to do that also for you guys and and others. Again, as Gisela said, we're kind of restricted in our bandwidth how much we can do at any given time. But where it makes sense, we totally want to do that. Um, And then, obviously, once we figure out proven methods to grow the platform and the user base organically, but also through selected investments in terms of paid advertising, then you can say, Okay, this worked, let's do it 10 times bigger the next time. So that's kind of a lot of what we're doing is testing together with the community and see what works. And we feel that we're starting to have a couple of best practices that actually work. And all like, throughout that entire process, the platform from a product perspective, I would say is still in its infancy. So there's still a lot of stuff that we must and also will improve when it comes to the user experience.
0: Yeah. I have a, a, another question. Sorry, Kinty, I'm like no, dominating. No, no, no yeah. I, I'm very like, I'm novice to this, so I'm actually just asking because I don't understand, um, but not really the technical things, but in terms of, your long-term vision? Is this something where you would be doing crowdfunding? Is this something where the company would go public? Can all the initial users get first dibs if you go public? Um, <laughs> are, <laughs> just slipping that in there. Um, are, are Can we be like WestJet and have, like, we're all owners to help, um, you know, all go up in that sense that while you make money, we get and because we were in here first, going to be like a pyramid scheme where we're on top, so everybody else can help us go retire in the Caribbean while we do, you know, live good content <laughs> online. Um, I'm just trying to live my best life, and you're providing a platform for me to do that.
1: So, so, so the what we do, like the the, the our vision and our mission is to make sure that content creators get are able to monetize their content without selling their soul and without selling their authenticity. So that is something that we feel very strongly about and Gisela kind of went into some of the details of that. But Mm -hmm. we see that there's a lot of potential to do something like that on our platform. Um, And I think that there are platforms like YouTube and other big content platforms that are more tilted towards the platform operator than the content creator, and are also more tilted towards the big celebrity content creators versus the more independent ones. And so that's something that we feel strongly about to change in the way that we um, do uh, get vocal. Mm.
0: Um,
1: In terms of you know, are we going to go public, or or any of that? That's like. Um, that's... It might
0: seem far away. It might seem far away, but what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to see with everybody who's so dialed in. Um, I don't know if you are fully aware of how dialed in people are to this, and the fact that we can interact with the owners of this platform just by doing a SWOT analysis the company would have a lot of value. They would see a lot of value in that kind of approach, in that we're all a community and we're not, even though we might be new users, we can still contact the person who created this platform. In terms of a SWOT analysis, that's a type of company that I would want to invest in. Um, and that's why I bring up the WestJet idea. Uh, it's something that I would like to see you consider sooner. Okay.
1: We'll, we'll 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 take that into. I mean, if I like it, if our users <laughs> are not only going to invest their time into into what we're doing, um, but you know, back that up even with with capital, that's something that could be done. It's it's not yeah. outside of the realm of possibility. And right now, it's very much the ground floor. Put it this way. Um, Maybe that's a question that we need to um, ask more users, would you want something like that? What I would say is that is at this point, objectively speaking, a high risk investment, right? It's like early stage of a startup is always a high risk investment. Um, So then it kind of comes down to Well, what are the chances that the startup succeeds and all these kind of things? Objectively speaking, again, we're the David in this this whole uh, race. We are, right? Um,
0: But we know how that story ends.
1: We know how that story ends. um, And one of the reasons why that story ended the way it did is because David believed that he would succeed. So, our belief, Gisella actually said something really cool before Christmas when we were having, you know, right now it seems like things are um, smoothening out again, um, especially when it comes to, you know, our, our cash flow situation and all of that. But before Christmas, it was, was kind of tough. And Gisela said something as an entrepreneur, if you're really doing something as crazy as get vocal, and I would, I would categorize it as that. Like there's a lot of startups that you could do that will, that have a higher chance of delivering a huge payday for, for the founders, right? But that's not why we're doing it. And if you're doing something as crazy, you need to have the belief in something beyond the reasonable. And that comes from Gisela, I'm quoting her here. And that's that's our belief. We We believe in something that is beyond what others would consider reasonable. And this belief is reinforced by all of the feedback that we're getting from you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's the fuel that we run on when when days are tough. It's really like that.
0: I, I'll just follow up. I can say I'm totally hijacking. Go ahead.
1: That's why I but,
2: have you. Um,
0: so I like this David analogy that you're providing. For us to actually justify why you're going to do what we're we're talking about, but um, David not only believed right um, that he could fight the the uh, the giant, he also had the skill. And as we, for the Bible people out there, faith without works is dead. And so David not only believed that he could beat this person, but he also had a very interesting and niche way of being able to beat the person that nobody else could do and what i find that get vocal is doing if we could work on our niche which you already have really kind of cornered right now um, people are asking questions like can we add moderators to the shows or co-hosts to the shows Mm -hmm. Um, doing that kind of like niche type things that just ups the value because you already believe and that creates a very skilled niche that you know positions you really well in the market and that along with the fact that we have access to you care that is coming come from an inspirational place um and what you align with and, and your values is becomes a shared community and there's a large group of people out there that want those things and then having us as WestJet users to use the analogy we're all winning so there's no that means that David isn't just fighting by himself. We all become David. We're all aspects of that. And in that sense, it's like the body, right? If you want to take a Christian reference, we all become bodies of the Get Vocal um, inspirational platform so that we can all change those kind of lives. Sorry, I'm preaching now. <laughs> no,
1: I love it. I keep going okay. I don't. No one wants to interrupt that. It's, um, skill. Yes, so empower Gisella, Gisella has mad skills when it comes to digital business models around advertising. Actually, Gisella started uh, um a fa- kind of like a shoppable Instagram. She created a big um, digital um advertising agency that was very successful, all these kind of things that she would never say because that's why I have to sing her praises. Um, so there's skill there. My skill, to be honest, when I started to get vocal, I had no clue of live video, I had no clue of social, I had no, no real clue of media, and I had also no clue of consumer products. So in the last one and a half years, I've learned a lot about how to, do these kind of things. And I, I don't consider myself an expert, um, but at this point, s- aspiring, right? The skill that I did have before was as an entrepreneur building a company and a lot of the other things that were related to that. So the way that we see it is we have some skills that we can bring to the table. We need to be super humble to acknowledge where we fall short and improve those skills. And then, already today, even though it's still small, we have a community of very skilled folks that are very invested into what we're doing. Invested to the extent where they're also skeptical of how serious we are about what we're doing. That's been something that, you know, in the dialogue with a lot of the former um, Blab community has been like, how serious are you guys? Are you, just, are you just guys going to go away once you feel that this is too hard and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff? <laughs> so, we feel that there is skill already in the crowd that is the Get Vocal community, and we're trying to improve on leveraging that skill.
0: Yeah. One last question can say you can have it. <laughs> no, um, go ahead. Have you ever, have you ever considered um, doing online tutorials for, for hosts and users? that would like to get better at what they're doing and giving them tutorials on how to utilize the platform in a way that both markets to you, Gisela, but also just gets the content um, and the, the way of narrating certain stories and content in a particular way.
1: I just had a conversation about that precisely, and, and this is something that we, Gisela, Lukesh, and I are actively thinking about. So. Again, there is a restriction in resources, and that is also our time and our bandwidth to do stuff. But one of the things that we feel strongly about is creating maybe one or two original shows in collaboration with the creators that are doing their own shows. Building a follower base, so expanding the user base, but also within that show, demonstrate the capabilities of technically what the product and the service can do, but also highlighting some of the format ideas of how you can use it. So those original shows would allow us to do exactly what you just described. Okay. We're still figuring out what they are going to be. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. <laughs> uh,
2: karaoke night with Alex and Gisella.
3: <laughs> I have the ideas.
2: <laughs> all right i want to uh take this moment before we uh transition on to uh some uh ideas from the audience uh, as well as myself and la i want to once again uh give a shout out to uh, the more people have come into the chat room uh we see jada who did a show today earlier shout outs to jada uh, melvin who uh, great uh user of the platform as well, Shannon, my co-host on Mars Venus, uh Steph. Uh we have Pat Murray, Dr. Vibe, Coma. We have uh Anthony who's about to do some uh he's about to start uh his program right here on this platform as well. Big Brad Big Bad Brad. I always mess that up. Uh Joseph who does great content as well. Uh Lokesh I think you know that guy. Uh, Dr. Tachi, who's an amazing uh, podcaster and and uh, journalist and just, you know, all around wonderful lady, uh, Herbie, uh, Steve, who's on the platform a lot doing content, Emily as well, Tony, uh, who supports a lot of the, the community, uh, Badges uh, as well, who's on there quite a bit doing her thing, Angie, uh, what's this, Wrench? Uh, <laughs> Keenan, who does great content as well. And guess one, one, eight, one. What's up? Yeah. Guess one, one, eight, one. All right. So, um, uh, all right. So this, I've been getting, uh, messages, uh, people want to know different things. Um, one thing I, uh, I would like is, uh, where it would tell you when someone new has come into the chat room. Cause like, I didn't even realize that so many people had came in. And um, you know, you know, because you don't really see the whole list, right? And um, also, how many people are actually in the room as well? Uh, a counter, uh, if that's possible.
0: That advice,
3: yeah, I'll I'll note it. Oh, actually,
1: write it. The, the counter is good. Do you have the counter before you jump in? You should have the counter when you're in as well. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why we don't have the counter when you're in is because the counter is kind of low sometimes. Oh <laughs> well, hey, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the whole counter thing so th- that's mm-hmm. again something that we've thought about a lot mm-hmm. it's people on social media are so used to the vanity metric mm-hmm. of quantity of likes of hearts of followers of all that stuff and we feel that one person who you're engaging with is or two or whatever three maybe it's so much more worthwhile for you personally and also for them than a thousand likes could ever be right a thousand likes that 's like that superficial superficial little dopamine kick that your brain gets, and that the you know the big platforms have successfully used in creating very let 's call it sticky products. could also call it addictive. (laughs) So that's something that we don't want to highlight too much. But yes, totally feel what you're saying. And maybe that's something that we should add.
2: Uh, Olaf, uh, I want to make sure I read this correctly. Olaf says he has a question that his uh, iPhone, uh, when he clicks a link, when he clicks a link on his uh, iPhone, that it takes him to the download, to download instead of taking them to directly to it, and he was wondering uh is there something that can be done about that
3: it so, doesn't open the app for him or he doesn't want to install the app
2: uh no, he has the app uh, but for whatever reason it never takes him directly. He has to find it on the um on the wire is what he's saying
1: okay so what the way that the app should work is if you get a push notification of a broadcaster who you subscribe to, only in that case will you get push notifications, and you click on that push notifications, you will immediately jump into that room, provided that you're logged in on the app.
0: And if you're not logged in on the app, what happens?
1: Then you, you need to log in first. Oh, so
0: maybe that's
2: I
1: find
0: an issue. Might be a lot of i they're having problems getting on from, oh, from the
1: messenger link um okay so so this is what happened to captain olaf he received a link on the messenger on whatever some messenger facebook, page, messenger. facebook messenger and then clicked that and it didn't go to the right spot so that is good feedback thank you
2: Oh see hey, big shout out to to Olaf for getting a good one in uh question from Emily. What does offensive language cover in the code of conduct? Some podcasters are worried about general swearing on their shows yeah i'm I'm trying not to swear as much, but uh
1: so swearing goes on
3: so th- this it's is more like abusive or hostile language. I mean, I think that's the way I interpret it, but it's a little subjective, I suppose so. Exactly. It's like,
1: (laughs) our code of conduct is very brief. And um, it's intentionally so brief, we don't want to have like a whole, you know, charter of these are the rules and be a law abiding vocler or whatever. It's, you know, we want folks that are on the platform that are able to understand nuance And that are able to understand when what they're doing is appropriate and not and swearing can be appropriate it really depends you know what i mean yeah so so that's kind of how we feel about it if you want to do a show that's whatever sports talk then i don't see how you could do that without swearing personally but um maybe there are other shows that are have different, more sensitive content where swearing would be totally inappropriate. It depends, is the answer. I know it's a terrible answer, Emily, but that's my answer. Just
2: basically, don't be a dick.
1: Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't be a don't be a dick. Don't be a troll. Don't be an asshole. Be respectful. Try to engage um, your counterpart. If you have a completely different opinion, you know, maybe listen and try to see where someone's coming from. That's that's the spirit of what we're trying to build here. And we have an initial wall of defense against trolls. So we just, you know, Blab did have a lot of trolls and we just recently got onto the radar of some of the former Blab trolls and we did what we could to kick them off as quickly as we could. And you very quickly, you realize if someone is trying to be antagonistic and then an, an asshole right. you know, I go swearing on the platform right. um, or whether it's you know good fun
2: now um uh joseph wants to know when will presenter mode be uh, made available and for those who may not understand what is uh, presenter mode
1: presenter mode does not exist yet presenter mode will be that the host has a enlarged video screen and can designate that to any of the canned-up guests. And the um, host will be able to toggle between presenter mode and the 2x2 two two video matrix. And that will work on um, web as well as on mobile. I love it. So, for example, um, when Joseph does a show where he embeds through a third-party software certain screen captures or slides or whatever if he only has a small little screen like all of the four of us do right now that might not be enough for viewers to actually see what he's trying to present so that's what the presenter mode would be for and you could you will be able to toggle it on and off whilst you're um, in a in a room
2: um on blab they used to have this uh i I said the b word again uh but on blab well you said it so uh, i'm covered but uh on blab they used to have this thing where if you had a question you could actually put it into like a queue so that when you wouldn't lose it on the side so that they can go back so like you you would i forgot how it worked but it was like they had their little codes that you could put in it was like q whatever and then, so then you wouldn't lose the question. So if somebody had, like right now, I'm losing a bunch of questions, but I'm gonna try to go back and and get everybody. But I was wondering, is that possible to uh, to do that, where where like it would maybe be on the side or something, where uh, all the questions could be like lined up or something like that in the chat. So
3: you can kind of like uh, uh, did, he did he freeze? Did he freeze? Oh, okay. Like, oh, I thought no, he froze. <laughs> I was like, I uh... don't know. <laughs>
2: No, he's good.
1: So, so that's something that the, the question queue, essentially. Right. That we um, have on the, on our like feature request
2: list. Oh, it's on there. All right.
3: It's really short.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. um,
0: can we have a tipper?
2: Yeah. I like, I like, I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry
0: that was called Kinte, like a ticker no you know, it, like
2: it, it was where like where the messages to... are like it would no, be I like... know
0: that. Oh. i want that for sure. i'm talking about uh, and maybe this is a presenter mode thing but i'm talking about if i know what the 10 things that i want to address in my show is can i have them listed down the side on in my screen so nope. that it's kind of like a, the way the tmz or those sports shows do it and we're just hitting up, come, like, so you're always anticipating what the next topic is? Uh, I don't know, those things are possible.
1: So, 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 yeah, bullet points of what you're going to be covering in your show. There is a way of doing that using, um, you know, something like OBS, right. where you overlay that onto your video screen. I would say that's probably on our very short list of feature requests <laughs> farther down, the it's because there are other things that are more important. Yeah, OBS. Yeah. that's what Dre says. It's difficult to use. There are other other services that are slightly easier. Explet. But
2: but you got to pay for that one. Or yeah. like,
0: can we put up like a splash page in the room on the day of the show so that when people come into the room early? they can know to like stay there if they want, or we'll be back soon or coming up in like 10 minutes.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I mean, it's something maybe we should look at, you know, b- basically giving an option to update that, that kind of the screen, which is yeah, yeah. I'll add it to, the
0: yeah. list. <laughs> add to that. Oh. <laughs> There's people in here, how did they get in here? Mm-hmm. And are we gonna, them? can we play music? Can we entertain them somehow? While they're waiting for the show to actually start. By like juggling. <laughs> yeah, we're juggling, just over and over like like a guess. <laughs> I
1: so to... there's a count. So right now if you go to the show that is not going on yet, you just see the title and the description <laughs> and a little countdown that tells you when it's going live as per scheduled. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly super sexy yet, to be honest. So Working but there's a, a bunch section. of other parts of the platform that aren't super sexy yet. I don't know if you guys, how you guys feel about our profile sections, but I personally feel it's terrible. So you know, there's a lot of stuff that we need to make nicer. And for us, it's just a question of prioritizing it in the right way. And then really understanding the, the feature so that we implement it in a way that has the most impact and the most value
2: um steph wanted to know uh trolls do you ban their ip address
1: sorry
2: yes we
3: do for trolls we are banning ip addresses oh okay Oh, sorry i'm not supposed to reveal that oh okay
1: i mean it's like it's something that we wouldn't write anywhere oh okay well we don't want to give people the um Mm -hmm. instructions of how we ban and stuff like that right
2: Oh okay my bad. Ooh.
1: So right now no it's all cool but I mean I don't see any trolls in here. No no <laughs> but, no not at all. But um and and I don't think that um a troll would go through the effort of going to minute 68 to to find this section of of the of the um of the show. But yeah, we're we're improving the sophistication of how we are able to lock people out, and the people that we locked out two weeks ago, there was a whole influx of folks that were coming in. In one day, I think we banned like twenty-five people. That was the the peak of it. We don't really see any of them having returned.
2: I did a purge, huh?
3: Well, we were. I think I was the only one around that night. Yeah, so I missed that one.
2: Uh, Dr. Ta- Dr. Tachi wants to know will you ever open up your APL API uh, API okay cuz it keeps going up and down to allow us to use encoders
1: to use encoders I'm not 100% sure if I know exactly what um, Dr. Tachi is asking for mm.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know either. I was like, I was going to find out. Dr. Tachi, <laughs> Alex
1: at Alex Lokesh or Gisella at GetVocal.com. Um, hit us up.
2: <laughs> now, do you want to be known uh, when you come in as uh, working for get vocal? Or, or you just want to come like when you come into the chat? Do you want it to be known that you're working with a uh, that you're uh, one of the admins?
1: Depends. If we don't want that, then we come in as uh, someone else.
2: Oh, guess. Oh, so you're a guess. One, one, two, seven. No. <laughs>
1: the, the, the,
2: the reason why I asked it was, uh, did you ever consider, uh, giving like a special designation to uh staff so that people would know, or, or would you prefer them not knowing?
1: Everyone who's a regular on the platform kind of no. knows oh. who, who's who. There's not that many. <laughs> um, so, like what we do, it depends, right? Sometimes we come into rooms because we can see in our monitoring that there's a problem. Sometimes we come because we just wanna hang out. And sometimes we come because we're, you know, we wanna ex- experience the content that's being discussed. For example, a lot of the content that, um, um, that happened today is is content where I personally am learning a lot. Um, but I don't really feel like I have much to contribute, right? Uh, like the the shows that um, Jada or Dr. Vibe did today. It's for me, like, I'm learning and more passive in that capacity. <laughs> Other times we come onto the show and... Um, hijack the conversation and run new feature ideas by whoever happens to be hanging out in the welcome room or in the hello room or whatever um, and stuff like that so it really depends Mm
2: -hmm. um they want to know uh i would (laughs) like to know about copyright issues
1: uh it keeps going up and down so it's uh yeah we really need to address that um This this is especially in big rooms where the chat is super active. This is like on un, almost unbearable pain. Right.
3: <laughs> I can't keep up. I'm trying to keep up. Um, yeah, I, I'm, oh. and,
2: uh, I'm not purposely not getting your questions. It's just uh, uh, I told you yeah. this is what I'm talking
0: about.
1: So copyright. So copyright. Let me say something about copyright. Um, when there are streams to Facebook, especially YouTube, YouTube is an absolute genius at detecting automatically any piece of content that has copyrights on it, no matter how obscure it is. So be prepared that your YouTube stream will be blocked if you even have whatever, a Beatles song playing whilst in the background and you're on Get Vocal. <laughs> mm um copyright in terms of the um the, the content that is created on get vocal so the copyright is with the creators and as per per our t's and c's every creator agrees to give us as get vocal a license to um redistribute that content and use it for marketing purposes and stuff like that that said if someone told us yeah exactly fair use if someone told us don't do something then we'd listen to them most likely
2: <laughs> yeah right? and we're not talking about like you don't record private convers i mean conversations no, that are no, not no. recorded right so uh this oh. <laughs> <it> is <full. laughs> joseph uh is maybe is there is there a way that you could um if there's, <laughs> if there's four screens like right now that maybe uh someone can submit something like a a short audio that can be played maybe
1: Before I get to that question, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Joseph, you've been asking a lot of questions, but this one is epic. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie (laughs) Pop? I would say many. I would say many. (laughs) (coughs) Um, so, So inserting an audio snippet. Another one for the now longer listen <laughs> requested so then
2: i could just be like boom and then displays it right
1: let me just um reiterate we we shared that in the town hall on friday what's w- what are the next things that we're going to be working on okay so um so improving the setup of simulcasting is one of the next things that we will be working on then we'll be extending the notifications feature, so the bell thing, the bell icon that you have on your mobile apps on on web, to make that more meaningful. Um, we'll implement guest links so that if you have a show and you want a guest to come on, they can come on and skip the sign up process to make that easier. Yes. Um, we exactly right. Um, we are going to introduce something that we call get vocal moments and is similar to a feature that Blab had where you can create an animated GIF of the room and share it out to your social channels. The difference will be that you can choose what time frame you want to make that GIF of, and that will kind of help creators promote their content and obviously the platform (laughs) as a whole to grow um hold on what else is in the um like next up queue co-hosting and moderators um improving the logic of connecting with your friends that might already be on the platform when you come onto the platform and are a new user and then um the whole at mentions thing, which is also something that uh, Blab had. Um, And it would lead to also you getting push notifications on your mobile app. So if someone at mentions you on web, say, you would get a little kind of like one way chat message pop up on your mobile phone that whatever, LA is pinging Kinte. Or something like that so to allow you to understand like to allow you to go to wherever LA wants to have you Um, and that's everything that we kind of are committing to right now and that's at least several weeks worth of development to get all of that stuff done
2: okay Um, let's see there was a question I saw Um, Joseph um, i can i'm not gonna mess up your last name. did anyone ask about having explicit warning for shows um, I mean is that necessary?
1: people already do that like there's we 've seen shows that have a not suitable for work <laughs> tag on it or or stuff like that I mean what we don't know what we haven 't really had is like explicit adult content on the platform. I don't think that's something that we really feel we want on the platform or we want to encourage in any way. But if, if there are, if there are creators that are, you know, talking about explicit content, then why not? I guess.
2: (laughs) Have get vocal, uh, red curtain room or something like that. Yeah. The, did the,
0: shades
2: get vocal right right yeah get vocal red rooms or whatever yeah um champagne room there you go champagne <laughs> room. um let's see there was a lot of really good questions I, i'm so sorry i'm not
3: did uh, you cover the at call on the chat i know that one came up again i don't know if you covered yes, that one. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I mentioned
2: okay. that yeah please repost your yeah get vocal after dark please rep uh, repost your questions. They, they were really good questions and um, I'm getting old so my memory is not as great as it once was. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, wait. Uh, Badges said something. Uh, okay. I lost it. Uh, mood tools on mobile anytime soon. Mood? Mod, mod
1: tools. tools. Mod, mod tools. Okay. So essentially I think what Badges is asking for is being able to do shows from mobile as well mm. I know that this is something that a lot of creators have been asking for. It is not part of the next up list that I just that I just went through oh moderator um, moderator tools Sorry. like pick and these kind of things yeah, okay, okay, got it so not 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 full hosting so we are thinking of including that as part of co-hosting and moderation, that you might have some moderation um, features on mobile as well, but not the full broadcaster host kit.
2: Mm, OK. Is that, just a, um, is that a, uh, uh, just a design thing? It's too difficult to do it like that?
1: Well, having the full um, host functionality on mobile is a pretty big thing. And as of now, it seems like the majority of our creators are okay with doing it from a desktop. And also the quality, usually, if creators do stuff from their desktops, is higher.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would it be possible to add a clippy... Wait, what does that say? Clippy in the uh, help section? What's that? What's Clippy?
0: I think I know what
3: Clippy is. It's that little Microsoft dancing guy with the help, the tips. The
1: paperclip. Oh, the Microsoft paperclip.
2: Oh, my bad. Clippy died. <laughs> Hilarious.
0: So, um, I have a question. <clears throat> uh, we we did a town hall at uh, U of T. Ottawa University wants us to come and I think and or Carleton University wants us to come do a town hall there. Um, iLive Radio, which is uh, just a radio station, an online radio station here based in Toronto and in the UK, uh, was our sponsor. We weren't even going to do it on Get Vocal. And then when we were doing our show, we mentioned that, hey, we're going to be doing this town hall. And then it occurred to me and with Kintake, can we use Get Vocal to also, be a part of that town hall. Um, How do you collaborate with other mediums and is that something that you can do more quickly in the future? Um, Can we have an offline conversation as to how we make that happen? Um, And are you interested in collaborating?
1: We're interested, let's have an offline conversation about how to make that happen.
0: And you're in Toronto, right? So. Yeah. Oh, by the way,
1: I would (laughs) like to publicly announce that um, Lokesh is based in Toronto. So,
0: yes. Ada. Lokesh will be coming. Dr. Vive and I are going to come meet you. We're going to have a wonderful dinner. Yeah. That all the yeah, Toronto to people well, oh, actually have that.
1: So, uh, just someone shouted out to Lokesh. I just would like to mention that Lokesh is amazing. His birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday. And Lokesh Lokesh let's say cans up less, but his passion for this project, I would say, is no less than Gisela and mine. Oh, nice. And for a developer, that is not normal. <laughs> Let me put it that way.
0: Oh boy.
3: It's very
2: What about
0: and...
2: timer regards... what Anthony says what about
3: we brought timers, which I think is awesome. We once upon a time we had timers. We did away with them, but Alex, that's
1: your. <laughs> so, initial the initial format of Get Vocal was the conversation had a set time, and then every every person in the conversation had an equal amount of time allocated to them. And if you were speaking, your timer would count down. Anyone who ever used the little used feature Hilarious. of side convos will know what I'm talking about. This is something that we have in the back pocket and we will bring back when the time is right Is my little baby and never it will, back it will again maybe one day come back but at this point it is not really conducive to the formats that we're trying to encourage
0: can we upload sound effects for everybody's individual room um so that we can press like a control alt a control something button to make that to activate it. So, for instance, in the elephant room, we always want to do like little elephant sounds when somebody's talking about something that they clearly are avoiding, just to bring awareness back to the fact that there was an elephant in that room. Is that something we would be able to do in the future? Maybe. Or now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now or now? <laughs> like, it.
1: you could do it if you had the, um, the, the software, but you couldn't do it with with our feature set.
0: Couldn't you just do with third-party software? Sometimes? Yeah, exactly. That's I what i Yeah. I can like upload it. Like you have five buttons that you'd give us to use and we can, like our own photos, instead of photos or videos, it would be like our own sound effects or uh, memes or whatever it is that we want to show, or maybe we can load it with content that we want to use to drive the conversation, but it can only fit into maybe like five or seven spaces.
1: so so here's what we're going to do in the short-ish term we are going to provide comprehensive guidance on how to do this stuff using third-party tools and explaining which 30 third-party tools to use doing this ourselves is not a priority right now
3: yeah so look for like a channel partner page coming shortly i'm working on it but it'll have like you know like a third-party like cam apps and OBS and links to you know audio just all that types is kind of organized for for users so they can just go download and pay for them some of them are free whatever so right. hello
1: hello just asked about um, fourth closing rooms
3: mm. uh,
1: that feature I don't know if you guys have noticed is has already or that problem has become less because we've made a couple of improvements and I think this week or latest next week we will have the catch-all automatic um, closure um, feature implemented so you won't have to force close it as a creator we will do a better job doing that automatically That's so
0: is there a board of directors or an advisory board that people can join and do you can you do you have to be tech savvy only to get into it
1: so I would say the most important sounding board, board of advisors, is the user community that we have right now, and, so and are- that is, I mean, that's what educates what we do as um, a platform. So the it's like not an official relationship that you guys have with us, but it's nonetheless pretty strong. I would say and. So, and apart from that, we are looking to add some folks to our advisory board that can help. The one problem that we have is that we don't put it this way. In in Europe, I'm pretty well connected in the entrepreneurial world, right? Here in the US, I'm kind of a nobody. Um, And that sort of applies to Gisella, can... At least to the domain that we're in as well. And that also applies to um, our main investor, um, who is who's also someone that I used to work with in Europe. So if we had um, kind of like lighthouse media figures that we could bring on board that will help us in the future to you know open doors to investors and all that kind of stuff, then that's something that we're very open to. Um, in the meanwhile, again, right? You guys and the dialogue that we're having is the most important relationship that we have in growing this, improving this whole thing.
0: Do they have the version? We have something over here called the Dragon's Den. Do you guys have that in in the US? It's a a TV show.
1: You mean in Europe? Yes, we do.
0: So like there's venture capitalists that you can um, promote your we have that here so maybe Lokesh could go on as a representative of Get local <laughs> and pitch to the dragons and then you just you you can determine the number yes, that Shark you want tank. as an investment. Oh, Shark the- Tank. Okay, got it.
2: Yeah, we have yeah. it. we have it here it's called Shark Tank.
0: Okay, yeah, so do it. I mean
1: I think the- we're too late for Shark Tank.
3: Yeah, those guys are tough. <laughs> I'm Shark Tank. i not sure. <laughs> I mean put it
1: this way, um if if we're if Shark Tank is gonna have us, we're gonna um go on Shark Tank because it's amazing publicity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually who goes to Shark Tank are are entrepreneurs that are don't really have anything built yet, are more in the idea stage or have something
3: I are mean.
2: Mr. Wonderful is gonna want uh seventy five percent Um, um, Uh,
0: go ahead just at the dragon's then you can actually they don't want you to be too novice they actually ask you a lot of questions about your numbers and things like that so that it makes sense to the person who's investing to figure out okay what do you need what do you want and can I have a certain percentage in your company and you can decide based on their response that they're so interested they're almost too thirsty that you might as well keep Add it yourself, because maybe you're going to give away too much, especially when they start asking for more of the company. Um, okay, think- I'm going to
1: reach out. I'm going to try to reach out to the Shark Tank guys and see if they're going to have us. It's a long shot, but might as well try.
2: All right, yeah. uh, but I hear that you got to give up a percentage just to be on there, or something like that. So, um,
3: oh, they all take a huge percentage.
2: Yeah, I mean, even if just going on there, whether you get a deal or not, yeah. So. Um, okay, so before we say goodbye, I want to make sure that uh, uh, the last round of questions uh, from the chat room, uh, don't be shy. Uh, while I'm waiting for those to come in, I see that, uh, can you show everybody your shirt?
0: <laughs> oh, cute. Yes.
1: So this, There's uh-huh. an old school version of the shirt. We have <laughs> one that isn't as nerdy anymore, and that's this year.
2: <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> can,
3: yeah, yeah the, everybody
2: that. wants to know how can how can we get uh, a get vocal shirt?
3: That's Alex's attempt at copywriting right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is, can we get our hands on the get vocal shirt?
1: So we're sending out get vocal shirts here and there. I'm not sure if we can kind of. um Give get vocal shirts for free to everyone. No, no. Uh, what, for, we, what, for... we, what we what we did once before, but it didn't really get much. Um, didn't get much traction. We created a like shop where we were selling the shirts at cost. Mm-hmm. So let's give that another go. Oh, oh it's badges still, it. Still exists. Badges. Thank you, badges. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, oh, nice. we save that sorry i would love to give a free t-shirt to everyone but we're
2: no i think no they want to know where they can buy one
1: okay Okay. so um that link that badges just shared that's where you can do that and i think it's 20 bucks or something
0: all
2: right all right all right all right so uh check out get your get vocal shirts um last thing i want to get to we kind of talked about it before but I really want to sink this home. You know, everybody that's here wants to see this uh, platform succeed. We don't want it to to go under. We're very invested in it. Right. So what can we do besides, you know, just creating content to really aid in the efforts of, uh, of this platform that we all love Uh, you know, Gisela, what, what can we do from, you know, helping with the marketing or just what, I mean, what, what can we do?
3: Well, like I've said, I think at this point it's like any—if you guys are in the media and the press, you know, any kind of mention of us is very helpful. Um, you know, we're we're very open to guesting on other people's shows. You know, anything, any way you can kind of bridge our kind of voice or help us amplify our existence is—you know—we're open to those ideas. So. so, so anyone who wants
1: to host us on their podcast, um, anyone who wants to host us also on. A Get Vocal show, but obviously, you know, the reach within the Get Vocal universe is still somewhat limited. Um, so, <laughs> everyone who got it showed up for the show today already knows about Get Vocal. So, um, yeah. Um, also, bringing on new creators. I know that you, Kinte, and ULA LA, have been very um, active in that. It's also bringing, um, it's also bringing creators on that do something that is adjacent to the content that you're doing right so because one of the things that we saw is like you might have a cool show but it's the only one of its category so the folks that come for that show are not going to stick around for any of the other stuff that happens on get vocal so it's kind of like oh you have one of your peers bring them on board um obviously it is continuing to tell us what features you want, have the patience, please, um, that is required. Yeah, and really all of the, all of the, someone, yeah, big, bad, big, bad Brad, I have the same problem as you do, Kinte, just said, take up a love offering the love that we're getting from the from the from the um, I don't know if I misunderstood what was being said there, but what I'm what I mean is the love that we're getting from the community and the support that is a huge motivator for us as well. So, as I mentioned some some time ago, like when we're having a bad day, those kind of things will motivate us and reignite. Um, the spark if it kind of dies down a little bit here and there
2: all right all right so um if anybody has any other you know questions uh how can they get you and
1: gisella first name at RedVocal.com.
2: same thing with uh, gisella as well all Ooh. right um I want to uh, also uh, ask LA how can people get you in social media and tell us once again how we can uh, check out your show?
0: Okay so I on on Twitter I am LA Wade six on Instagram I am this is LA Wade and um, the Elephant Room TV is what we are on Instagram. Our show is every Sunday at four pm and um, it's very raw. We might have, you know, we have raw conversations. And um, so we'll give that disclaimer. And sometimes we have something that we follow along with, but um, it can go in any direction because when we see an elephant, we call it out. And elephants are hard to talk about, but, you know, we try to do it respectfully. Um, We don't have too many fights. No, I'm just kidding. There's no fighting. Um, (laughs) It's all love. Um, I've learned a lot tonight. So I just want to say thank you to both of you. For what brought
2: to this table. And I think this was very important, even though we're already drinking the Kool-Aid, but I think a lot of times people will use a platform and they don't really understand who, it, like a lot of people may not know about you and Gisela, you know, it just becomes a thing that you use. So I think it's very important for people to get to know that these are real, these are actually real people that are doing this and that, you know, and what you guys are trying to accomplish. I think, you know we don't you know a lot of us use block talk radio we don't know who owns block talk radio we don't know the people at youtube we don't you know what i'm saying so it's i think it's very important for us to have a, a dialogue with you and and kind of like figure out okay how can we um best use this platform and also promote the platform as well so thank i want to thank you guys so much for coming and doing this uh you know um you know like i said i i love the platform Artiste just came in there and um looking forward to uh you know the get vocal potluck that i always tease uh, <laughs> at some point so uh yeah so thank you so much you can get me at kente f on twitter as well as kente Ferguson on Instagram and of course our website is ndradio.org that's i n d y radio.org we'll be back next week with another episode of the spotlight and of course on Mondays me and uh Shannon we'll be doing our our show men and women talk to Mars Venus show uh thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your week god bless 100,000 fans are on their feet a hush falls over the stadium in the waning seconds of the game Amidst the silence, you think to yourself, there's only one play to call here. To run straight to your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer and test drive the all-new 2019 A-Class Sedan. Harnessing the first era of the Mercedes-Benz user experience, it seamlessly connects you and your car with natural voice recognition. The Mercedes-Benz A-Class Sedan, where the future takes the field. Visit mbusa.com slash A-Class to learn more. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing.
3: Napa Know How This month, at your local Napa Auto Care Center, when you get a premium oil change with a cabin air filter, you also get a $15 mail-in rebate, which means the pros do the job and you get paid. Wait, what? Get your premium oil change and a cabin air filter and save 15 bucks at Napa Auto Care. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers. Offer ends 4 19